determined now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or it's something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch that you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is Thursday already if you're listening live. And we thank you for being with us. And guess what? Willamette has not spun. Watch out. It could spin at any moment. You never know. It's kind of what we do. So you got to be standing by for it and ready to go. Hash Brown Hero, he's on the phones. And Eddie Van Adler's got YouTube live in HD. We're the three goods that'll get you through this hour. If you feel sorry for us and want to help us, you can. 866-WE-BE-BIG. You can help produce this hour and one hour from now. Rick and Bubba join us for the main portion of the Rick and Bubba show today. Well, he's sitting there kind of contemplating, looking at his laptop. Don't know what he's looking at. Kind of interested. Helmsy making notes. They're ready. So let's bring them in. Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, guys? How are y'all? I am so uh, thankful today that Marty Maddie is over. Well, it's, let me tell you something. It's I wore complete. Out. I'm I wore out. Your, I saw your picture from from the lunchroom uh, there at, at at her school, and it brought back so many memories. It it looked the, the same. The backdrop and everything looked exactly like Helena Elementary, and I the I, the table, the the everything where I used to go sit with each each kid. Uh, it, it just brought back so many memories. I knew exactly what you were going through. Well, I'm like, well, there he is. Look at him. 
Super dad. Let me tell you how this played out yesterday because this was one of those things, and I think this is why Maddie wanted me to eat lunch with her. She chose me over mommy. Mm. I, I, both of us probably could have went, which is fine, but Amanda had to work, so it was actually worked out. She wanted me to go, and this is why, though. Don't think she wanted me to go because she likes me better. She wanted me to go because she wanted it to be about her and a parent. She didn't want any kids sitting with her. What they do is they have, because she sits with kids every day, she wanted to be special and all that. And they have these little booths that you can go sit in, mm-hmm. the parents can go sit in. And if you want to bring friends, yeah, you can invite a you couple. You can invite a couple. Well, Maddie, there's only room for three or four to sit with us. And Maddie didn't want to be that person that's like, you can come, but you can't. Yeah. And so she said, hey, just tell them I want it to be about us. <laughs> I, want, I, don't, I don't want to tell them no. And I said, well, I can tell them no. You know, I'm good at saying no. She goes, I know that's why I, why I wanted you here. And I said, so that's why you chose me. She goes, yes. I ah. said, okay. So, of course, we get there, and I have to be the bad guy first. <laughs> Dad you know. knows how to say no. I, I told Maddie, <laughs> I said, why don't we work a plan? Why don't, for the first half of the lunch, it just be me and you? And then you, we can call a couple of your friends over and we can hang out. We can do, have the best of both worlds here. We don't have to just, you know, say no to all of them. Right. Immediately. And, just uh, the ones you don't like. So I, I walk, Get out of here, I walk in, and um, <laughs> goodness gracious, three or four of them are pulling on Maddie. And can can I sit? Can I sit over there with you? Can I? Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Get your snotty hands off me. Hey, girls, girls. I kind of got in a, a you know the tone. I said, Hey, oh girls, boy. girls, girls, girls. Hey, Maddie and I are going to go over here and eat by ourselves for a few minutes. Kind of chat it up, talk. I want to know about Maddie's day. Uh, don't get to do this a whole lot during this time. Right along. I said, so if y'all could go over there with a the teacher and let us have some time. Were and, you this gentle here? Yeah, I was. Are I you was. sure I, about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, at the you end. you see watery eyes or At anything? the end, there was a moment where I, and I'll, I'll tell you that. It's funny. <laughs> kind of got loud in the hall, probably. I wanted them to tighten up their line going back to the school. I didn't think the. Helmsy. And so I said, hey, hey, we got to tighten up this line. Let's go. And I thought, Helms, you're not the teacher. What are you doing? What are you doing? Really did that. <laughs> the teacher even sure. looked at me like. What are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> hey, you got to control this situation here. <laughs> Come on, we got, we got a little big, we got a gap here. We got kids stopping and picking up boxes and they're way behind. And my goodness. <laughs> anyway, um, so we go, we we sit down. We had she won Chick Fil A, she won nuggets and Polynesian sauce. I surprised her with lemonade. I thought that was a good move. Mm. Now I messed the. I, well I did played. that thing where people don't like, but it hit me. You know how they've got the people ordering now out there? I mean, taking your order uh-huh. at Chick-fil-A. So yeah. I do it there, pay for it, and I go to pick it up. And in between picking it up and ordering, it, I, it hit me, hey, get her a lemonade. Mm-hmm. So I had to add that. Well, Probably you know, mad, I but. will tell you this. I did that one time, and I was just following over myself, all over myself apologizing. Yeah. She said, well, the lady that was working where, you know, they confirm your order. She said, well, it doesn't go through till now. So that's what you, you might have yeah. paid, swiped yeah. it back there, but we don't officially hit send until you it get It was to very this efficient point. still. I just felt yeah. bad. Yeah, she said, so you can add it. That's fine. So the, <laughs> girls, like, so the girls started coming over to the table. Can we sit here now? Oh. And I'm like, I looked oh, at Maddie girl. and Maddie, they Maddie was crying excited. At that point? Maddie was excited, <laughs> so they came it? over. One girl, JoJo, was owning me. Oh, and, uh, I love JoJo. Uh, she just it was she was she was funny, but I believe I gave one of them a nickname, and I don't know that. No, let me rephrase that. I know I gave one of them a nickname, and I don't know how it probably went over with the parents. I it wasn't nothing bad. She went home with that, didn't she? She did, and she loved it. Let me okay. tell you, the, I was owning the table. I bet you were. There was a her her last her 
She had one After of these. You scared all of she's them. had yeah. one of these uh, double names, like, and I don't know. I wish your name I was Greg. Greg. I couldn't understand it, but I, I, it's, I do know. I got this from Maddie. I do know that her last, her second name was Claire. It was something Claire, and it started with a B. And I could, I couldn't. The way she was talking and eating and carrying on is loud in there. Mm-hmm. I couldn't understand, and I could have swore she said Baby Carrot. Like when she said her oh. name. I could have sworn I heard Baby Carrot. And I said, let me get this right. Your name is Baby Carrot? And, of course, the girl's just silliness erupted, laughing. She started laughing. And I said, I think you may have a new nickname. And she goes, I like Baby Carrot. Mm. And I said, well, that's what I'm calling you from now on. Now, (laughs) you got to understand, I've just met this person, little girl. And so all day, Madeline, when I picked her up at carpool, she said, Dad, Dad, everybody's calling her Baby Carrot. So I hope that she doesn't get home and it's like everybody's calling me baby well, care. Oh, and nowadays now she was every, loving it. Everybody's gonna be time. whining about everything. Yeah, I know. Tell everybody else oh get yeah, home. you'll have to be in the office for long. It was a great did lunch. Did you name this uh, young child baby carrot? It was a great lunch, and uh, I, know, I did have to talk or not. I did have it, to it, tighten up the line. Need to be a little higher. Mm-hmm. Did Greg Greg make you do this? <laughs> I had to tighten up the line on the way back, and uh, <laughs> got in the car and went home. And I gave everybody. Amanda gave me a big thing of cookies to give everybody, and so I did that. But I, when I got back to the classroom, I heard two of the students go, "Since we're allergic to the the cookies, can can we have something else?" And I thought, mm-hmm. "Good lord!" And then then the teacher kind of looked at me like, "You gave cookies out?" I mean, and Amanda told me I could do that. And I even asked Maddie. I said, "Hey, is, do we do this now?" She goes, "Oh yeah, do it now." And I said, "Do you want me to give them did out?" And she goes, "No, I want to give them out." And I said, well, make sure everybody gets one. And then I saw a couple of kids that I knew they were in the grade over and, you know, loved on them. Gave you them you a see cookie. one of them like swelling up or something. From no, the but, I, but when they were doing that, I was like, goodness gracious. Have I sat here and done something that I'm not supposed to do? You didn't ask the do? teacher? No. Nah. Helmsy. I asked a seven-year-old. You don't. <laughs> of course they wanted to, you know. <laughs> well, here's the key. You ever asked a seven-year-old? They well, here, you let, that was you, my wife's wait, fault wait. if I wasn't supposed to do that. Because Hamza, you can't blame She wife told me everything. that happens when they are allowed to bring something special. <laughs> well, here's the so key. I brought, I brought sugar are... cookies with sprinkles, and how you can be allergic to that, I have no idea. I know. Well, That's it, ridiculous. It happens. It does. Um, I, don't, I think the kids just wanted something different. <laughs> I don't think they like the sprinkles and the sugar cookies. Here's the question. When you left, if you haven't, if you didn't embarrass Maddie, then it was a win. Yeah, and I didn't. I, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. If you left it like a he superhero, yeah. she with, walked all you missing was the cake. They let the fine. kids walk you back to the office and kind of give them a you know yeah. a, a hug and I love you and and so all was good. She even thanked me when she got in carpool. Any of the kids that had eaten the cookies were they up there seeing the nurse or anything or were they you good there? No, I don't think so. Okay, there good. were some people in there seeing the nurse, but I don't think it was the cookies. Okay, all right, just oh boy, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't. 22 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour, Thursday edition here. We could spend, uh, spend the will of meat at any point uh, today, or it could be tomorrow. I don't know. I know it hadn't spun yet. 
You know, sometimes how we forget things. I, sometimes it, when we get to the end of the week and we hadn't spun the wheel, I do have to think, wait, am I just forgetting that we spun it? But we have not. Right, guys? Confirm that. Yes, you're okay, correct. Okay, good. Great. Thank Matter of fact, I thought about that in the shower this morning and was regretting it. Regretting it. Oh, okay. I don't know why. The wheels bother me lately. Okay. Be well, honest. there it is. Um, yeah, I wish it was bi-weekly. Okay. Not bi-weekly. That'd be two times a week. Every two weeks. Uh-huh. Or is bi-weekly you're, you're every good. two weeks? I think you're good, buddy. I think you're good on bi-weekly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think right. you're okay. okay. I don't know why I wasn't confident right. about it. But it could spin. Who knows? It could. I, I, will, I would <clears> rather <throat> it spin today I, than tomorrow. Right. Um, I'm putting you on the spot right now because like we, have not, on the spot. we have not talked about this. But the last couple of Thursday nights, we've been disappointed because there's been no college football. Yep. Is that going to happen again tonight? It, no, it's happening tonight. Now, I don't like the game. Okay, so we finally have a college uh, football game. Tonight. Houston at Tulane. Oh, okay. Boo. Boo. I know. Houston will probably mop up pretty good. I don't know. It may be a good game. You never know. Tulane's pretty good. They're one of those teams I can't watch. I saw Houston play last week, and they looked pretty good. Yeah, They got beat. It was Washington State. Yeah, Yeah. But anyway. And then the NFL game is uh, it's not good either. No offense to Tennessee, but it's Tennessee at Jacksonville. And it's only on the NFL Network. This is the last week where it's only on the NFL Network. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if will it be the Fox crew that's that's doing it again. That I can't answer, but we'll, we'll uh, have to see. So that those are your two options tonight. Now I will say that we've been mm-hmm. disappointed. The games have been good, but we've been disappointed in the Saturday lineup the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Would yeah. y'all agree as far as college football goes? Yeah, yeah. You got some dandies this weekend as far as just from the eye test, right? And and we were talking about that yesterday. You know, I know you got Georgia and Notre Dame. That's and you the got big Texas A and M and Auburn. <clears throat> is there another one? Well, I couldn't remember. Yeah. I, oh well, yeah. Which, well, you it? got this. And again, I may be stretching a few of these, right. but um, I, for some reason, I like the Tennessee Florida. I want to see what Tennessee does after. Where is that last one? week? Uh, I think it's at Florida. Okay. Um, Michigan, Wisconsin. Michigan. I, that was it. I that's that was another one that I'm looking at. This one I'm looking at. This is a stretch. That's a good, but, that's, but that I'm, should be a good game. But I'm looking way. at this one. California and Ole Miss. And here's why. Hmm. A lot of people are talking about California in the Pac-12 and then being having an opportunity to do some good things there. Okay. I want to see what they look like against a mediocre SEC team like Ole Miss. There, there it is. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm watching yeah. that. Okay. Um, you mentioned Auburn, Texas, A&M, Mississippi State, and Kentucky play. Yeah. Um, and Oklahoma State and Texas play. So, those are some things. And then, of course, I have to mention uh, Les Miles in Kansas. They're playing they West Virginia. There you go. And I'll be at UAB, UAB football. They host South Alabama. They do. That's so, right. we'll see how that Stadium goes. Stadium man is back. And I don't know if you saw, I, I sent it to the group. They, Stadium um, man. They uh, they had a press conference and everything, and, and – uh, Cool. Showed what the new stadium's going to look like in 2021. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, should look, should look yes. pretty cool. Uh, so that'll all be happening this weekend. Look for that. And I am going to be part of, y'all just just hang on, Buffalo Wild Wings does the tailgate wars at uh, the UAB games. <laughs> and so prior to the games, you know, they, and they're promoting it, and it really is. The, the, the game I went to uh, when they hosted Alabama State, and that's been their only home game, uh, just the tailgating around there is just – I mean, it's its great college football atmosphere. It really is. And uh, so they, I guess, have tailgate competitions, and they want me to help be a judge for that. Ooh, so I'm a judger. be looking for me to be walking around <laughs> for the Buffalo Wild Wings tailgate wars to try to see if we can't pick a winner. I'll be judging it with some other folks um, 
and uh, that'll be happens, happening Saturday there at Legion Field, and I know a lot of you are going out. So and, I, and surprisingly, I my, my, my boys surprisingly said, Dad, I want to go to the game. Well, I'm I mean, like, okay. I want to know your world a minute. I needed to know that a little early. 2.30 okay. kick, yeah, right? Yeah. 2.30 kick? It is. All right, so how early do you have to be there? <sighs> it hurts a little bit, 10.30. You have to be there four hours before the game. Yeah, starts. well, it's tailgate, tailgate wars. It's tailgate wars. Come on. Now, is that normal? Or is that just no, the tailgate wars? No, no. Normally, it normally, hey, get there about an hour prior. That's fine. Okay. All because right. I think my first hit is like fifteen to twenty minutes before the game, uh, where the 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 teams all come out for uh, for special teams and pregame walkthrough stuff and um, get loose and all that. And then when they go back in, as they are going back in, they throw it to me, and I'm supposed to be like at midfield so you're going to be there for at least seven hours maybe Mm -hmm. eight thanks bud yeah but this this here the tailgate wars thing does not happen every this was just hey this one time could you could you do that i'm like well yeah sure i mean i I don't mind that if it helps at all i've run the math on what you're getting paid per hour is still really good oh okay great so if that helps you yeah yeah most people won't make what you're making based on per hour well that's that's good for you to do that yeah so i just ran the numbers there and it 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 still looks and she's still in your favor right right here's unless there's some big like you know six to eight overtimes right that pushes it into the 10 or 11 hour mark right I guess I, I guess I won't eat good that day. Not that I I try to I, I probably don't eat well, good every day. You're judging wings. Try, no, you're not. No, <laughs> if I'm out and I'm just judging, you know, just a variety of tailgates and what they got cooking and all this, I'm sure I'll sample right. I mean, because oh, yeah. I think I think on yeah, I the judging so. on the judging sheet, you've got you know, of course, appearance, right? What does your tailgate setup look like? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Hey, I mean, how's it smell coming from the tent? I mean, because we've walked by some tents. And they got it going on, and it'll, it'll make you stop and go, now what's going on over here? You're right about that. And I want a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, so, I think you have to browse the food a little bit. Right, and then we yeah. got to taste it, right? Absolutely. I mean, come That's on. What, uh, so uh, I think it'll be fun. I'll look up, and before I know it, I'll have a mic if in you my have hand. A good, yeah, if you have a good setup and your food sucks, that's not a, that's, that's, that doesn't that's true. sit well with me. Right. I think you have to look at all that. I, I think so. And I haven't seen the judging sheet, but I would think from, from judging – past competitions yeah. a variety of different uh, things with coming coming to food and all that appearance is one of them taste you know just appearance overall is going to be probably the biggest yeah which i don't i think that probably needs to be middle of the road or right. least food's right. got to be i think or, food or if you got and, some real good grilling system that's over the top yeah, oh yeah let's bring how's it. your tv situation for watching uh, the other yeah. game there's yeah. another one there's i mean another one chair okay. situation right do you have anything to cover you from the sun see there you all go all these things are important yeah right. comfortable yeah. style yeah. everything rick and bubba rick and bubba It is 25 minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And we thank you for always playing along. As we come back, these two yahoos over here hopping around. You know, sometimes, I don't know if y'all know this, um, when the music starts, just consider your mics up. You know what I mean? Just I, That's kind of the way I look at it. Um all right, uh, as we come back, uh, there's a couple of stories that I want to try to hit uh, and so we can have a little bit of fun with. I, I see one here. 
uh, that, you know, yesterday uh, Bubba mentioned in uh, kind of briefly, or it might have been day before, I think it was yesterday, where uh, a lot of it's you know a lot of the people that came out years and years ago and said, hey, the planet is going to no longer, we're not even going to be here, you know, because of climate change and the earth and all this kind of stuff, how wrong they were. Yeah. Um, well, NBC News, um, they, um, they, I guess, feel the same way and or they still do because I think they were the one, the ones that predicted their, the end of the, the world. Uh, they are, have asked Americans, all right, to confess their climate change sins. Uh, and it's just, it's just funny here when you look at some of these. It says um, they're asking people to send in how they feel like they have harmed the planet or, you know, I guess how they live their life that and, and and how it affects climate change um one here says uh i love meat but i love the earth more i don't i like meat more i do too yeah and and so i was going to ask y'all that do y'all love meat meat well, meat do y'all meat. love meat or the earth buddy more? we scream meat 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 and spin a wheel to right. give out meat Correct. So we love we'll, meat we'll probably right. do it today yeah yeah um you know i do i i think i like meat more than the earth right well, I'm just saying, you haven't convinced me that that meat is detrimental. First, no, that, that's part of yeah. it, right? And even if you do, I still it's going to be a tough choice for me. You know, the propaganda machine is in full effect when it comes to a lot of things. The way the left has has convinced a lot of Americans that just if they eat meat, they're harming the planet. I haven't gotten that one yet. Now, so there's some people that are having fun with NBC News, which I think we would do. Uh, I like my house to be 85 in the winter and 55 in the summer. Deal with it, hippies. You know, yeah. I guess saying I'm going to run my AC or heat however yeah, I that's want. That's a non-negotiable. I'll give up right. meat before I give up that. Do you, I was going to say, do you love your air conditioner more than you love the, the planet? Yeah. yeah. And then Absolutely. there's a story here talking about radio host Mark Levine has come out and with, he did it on his show talking about all these uh, predictions they've made that haven't come true. true. Yeah, that's what and it, how it's yeah. it's nothing but political. It's, it's, it's all it is. Pro- yeah, it's, it's all it a, is. A political move to try to undermine capitalism and and develop their type of society. Correct. It's all about control. It really is. And you know. And and I hope most of Americans are are smart enough for that. Did y'all see? Here I am. I'm just talking off here. Did y'all see this um, a high school senior that that uh, testified in front of Congress that or something? Was, see, was yesterday like where seventeen year old well, and they're gonna and she gets to crying or whatever about how she has anxiety because the world's gonna end. Well, see that's that's coming from her parents or yeah. her school or somebody that's feeding her that, and that's that's what to your example, these people will start believing that exactly. Well, and evidently they're going to do some other strike where they skip school on Friday. Have y'all seen this? There's like 150 yes, schools yes, participating. Yeah. Or, I, I'm sorry, I'm, 150 countries. Look, and I'm just doing that in this because just, I want to be out of school. Absolutely, a lot of. Oh, I want to be out of, of school and but smoke some sad, dope and, and hang like out. Like this girl, make some bad decisions. Is a lot of them are convinced. Yeah, and look, and I, I, I don't have all the answers. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying. As long as it's political, we're never going to figure it out. Well, Greg, my son, my 14-year-old son, was convinced that South Carolina was going to beat Alabama this weekend because he's an (laughs) Auburn fan. But I had to tell him, hey, you sounded like an idiot right now. And that's the the same thing. Yeah, the facts don't add up when when you talk about that out loud. Hey, son, I hope you don't say that in front of people. Like, I hope that's not what you're saying at school because you sound ridiculous. Same thing's going on here. These people are idiots. Have y'all seen teenagers lately? Most yeah, of them, high that. percentage, don't want to hear from you on things that are important. 
because you ain't lived long enough to know what the heck you're talking about. But if about. we want to get to the bottom of this, we need to discuss things like, okay, we had these predictions that didn't come true. Now, does that mean were you wrong? Were you missed your timeline? But instead of doing it, nobody's going to say, this is mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. Once it became political, Oh, it, no matter what your view is, it's never going to be resolved. Teenagers, let me tell you something, okay? I'll, hear me loud and clear. Until you've learned to brush your teeth routinely every day without somebody telling you, mm-hmm. clean your room, pick up your room, lay out your clothes, okay, help around the house until you can do those things. I don't want to hear what you have to say on climate change. I don't. Right. Okay? Finish your vegetables, go to bed on time, and do some good studying. That's what you need to do at this moment. Now, worry about climate change. So the story again, NBC News asking Americans to write in and confess their climate change sins. We're having fun with this one here. Uh, one says, I drive to work and I feel guilty. The bus is almost as fast. Well, take the bus then. Take if, it. Take ride, it. No, ride a bicycle. Yeah. If Hey. Don't if, take the bus. Ride the bike. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Let's make a difference, dead gummit. I says, Don't just I talk often, and skip school Friday. I often feel like I have good excuses to drive to work. You do. You need to get to work. That's a good excuse. You're working, Gosh. and I need to get there at a, on a certain time. I wish I had been born a vegan, and then maybe it would be easier. I can't seem to give up meat. One one perform one 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 wrote in. <laughs> I wish I'd have been born a vegan. What does that even mean? Like you're born a vegan. I know, right? Let's see that. That's a vegan. That's a meat eater. There's another Golly. vegan. Never born that. Well, I guess that falls under all. I've the other never, things. I've never uh-huh. heard anybody say that. This one here. Uh, I guess it says it. Um, they wrote in lyrics about how they love plastic straws. I love plastic straws, and I cannot lie. <laughs> as many as I can get before I die. Such straight soda with an apple pie. Yes, sir. I'm that guy. I must have been a pizza I like eater. Big butts, and I cannot. <laughs> lie. I must. I must have been born a pizza eater and a chicken finger eater because I seem to eat a lot of it. <laughs> I know what I like you know. I love chicken. Y'all know well, well we chicken. know you love chicken. Well, Greg, Greg we were born. Y'all that take way. chicken away from me. Well, I'm mad. You know, do you like wish it. you you were born not to like chicken? Greg? Nope, I like eating yard bird. I like it. <laughs> oh, yard bird. Oh, narrow face. I oh, wish yeah. I was. I, I wish I was born to love those waffle fries, but I just can't. I, I can't. Know it, right, gummit. That's just the one thing about them Golly. that I don't like. I, I, I so I, I'll eat them, but I, they're not. I my run preference. them through that Polynesian and barbecue. But sauce, they're not my preference. They're not. Yeah, they're not. I wish I was born that way, though. But you know, I, I look. I look at <laughs> so a lot of these. Uh, these I was born vegan. I love it. These a lot of these climate change people where <laughs> hey, they well, go. You were on. born a donut. So. <laughs> Greg, you're still on, you, you buddy. I don't know what you <laughs> thought you were doing. I was wanting to say it, so thank you for huh? saying. But um, I'm a mo- <laughs> yeah. you're still you're still talking. You were definitely born that. They were moron. Yep, um, many of them. Uh, th- these climate change people that have come on and you know and said, "Hey, the world's ending." Yeah. I, was, I look at them almost like I do these these uh, analysts for football games where they'll come on and they'll just talk about how somebody's just going to win the game and then. That, that team just gets killed, and they never mention it again. Like, hey, you know what? I was wrong on that one. My bad. Uh, they, these, these folks, they, they have the ability, because of the liberal media pushing it, they have the ability to say whatever they want and then move on like it never was said. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. And they act like, it's, it's, oh, it's done. We've, we've studied it, and it's confirmed, and this is what's happening. I, don't get me started. Yeah, well. I know how you feel, buddy. Yeah, and so does everybody else. Uh, Chris, well, if I might send a list in on things I've done to hurt the environment, according to what they claim is is hurting it. I've got a long list. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, real. It's going. I'm gonna need a lot of paper. Yeah. 
some of the greatest Americans out there, and that's truck drivers. We love them. Chris in Florida checking in. What's up? Yeah, I just want to comment. I really don't care about this subject, but I just had a comment this morning hearing y'all talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they always worried about the climate change, the climate change. They've been hearing about that so much here lately. Mm-hmm. You know, they have regulated the truck drivers so much with the engines and the death fluid and all that stuff. They have regulated us to death. Mm. And so, you know, how about all the trucks in the U.S. just quit moving? For about three weeks and see how much the people like climate change. Exactly. Yeah. How much it matters. We suddenly, have nothing in the store. Yeah, suddenly right. climate change won't be that big a deal. Right. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, and it's all based on the theory anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if we want to get to the bottom, but but they act like it's signed, sealed, delivered, oh, yeah. done. We oh, must yeah. do this or, yeah. or the world, we're all going to die. That's right. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, so, Chris, let me ask you a question. What you pulling? We, uh, I haul chips and logs. No, I'm a yeah. local driver. I live here in Florida. Okay. Well, man, we appreciate what you do. You stay straight out there, okay? Well, he's really killing yeah. that environment. There he goes. Hauling logs and, oh, man. and all the other. Yeah. Ah. Good night. Um, so, uh, we'll see how that goes. NBC news. We're, uh, we're going to try We have, uh, we'll have the, uh, the story in show notes, but maybe we can write in our confession. It's like Greg. that crap the other night when, when the, the demos got up there and they remember had climate crisis above their oh, head and they had yeah. this thing. All that is, is uh, look, the world's coming to an end. You must elect us mm-hmm. or you're all going to die. Right. That's all. They don't, they, right. they don't even believe we it. All, we all flew here in our private jets and stuff. But, but you mean they had in huge letters, climate crisis. Oh yeah. Yeah. They got to push that agenda. Boys will have more fun with this uh, when the main show starts. NBC News asking Americans to confess their climate change sins, and uh, some of them are pretty entertaining. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Your phone calls, as always, 866 We Be Big. We have Hash Brown Hero on the phones and pulling show prep. Eddie Van Aller, he's got YouTube live. If you'd like to see us in HD, good luck with that. I'm sorry what you see. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the uh, Rick and Bubba Show brought to you by another new sponsor. Uh, it's Cabbage.com. You know, we love small businesses. We do. We're one. And attention small business owners out there. We all know what you're going through. Uh, managing inventory, covering payroll, doing probably a hundred other different things before lunch. is just an average day for you. That's why Cabbage created a simple, modern way for business to access up to $250,000 uh, of credit. The uh, application process is online and takes just minutes to complete and get a decision. So check it out right now, cabbage.com. They're ready to help you too, so get the money you need to run your small business today. Go to cabbage.com and get started. That's cabbage, K-A-B-B-A-G-E, cabbage.com, or check them out at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, as we roll on cabbage. back, we got uh, hey cabbage. We got a lot of phone calls that we'll try to get through, uh, plus um, maybe a, another story or two. Um, some of these here want to uh, confess their climate sins. That's what NBC News is uh, asking their viewers to do. Chris is in Coleman, Alabama. What a great city! What's up, Chris? 
Not a lot, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Man, we're great. Hey, I want to try to put this as eloquently as Greg did. These people are <laughs> morons. <laughs> Tell them. These are the same people that warning labels were created for. Don't eat Tide Pods. <laughs> don't drink bleach. If there wasn't warning labels, these people wouldn't be around. That's you know, that's, to, a, that's a great – That's want, a. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. I just wanted to get that out there. These, these are the people that – if there wasn't somebody that sued a company or got hurt because they didn't know to put your hands in a motor or – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these, these people are idiots. Yeah, they, they really are. And anytime you see a warning label, just understand it was it's there for a reason. Yeah, like he's saying, somebody attempted somebody. to do something, and the lawyers have had to step in and go, "Okay, we got to put something on yeah, there." About those that, people are stupid. Yeah, uh, Frank is in Birmingham. What's up, Frank? Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Man, we're great. Yeah, Frank. Hey, hey, I'm gonna tell you right now that those those people that are believing this world coming to an end, mm. I'm gonna tell you the truth right this second for everybody here. There's at least a thousand and seven years of this earth left. If the if the rapture took place today, we've got seven years tribulation. After the seven years tribulation, we've got a thousand year millennial reign. So AOC and all them idiots, <laughs> oh, they're gonna live and die on this earth. <laughs> You're right. There you go. Uh, Larry's in Boaz. What's up, Larry? How's it going, guys? Man, we're great. Just talking about people that make these making these predictions, and when it doesn't happen, they never say anything. Oh yeah. Um, I thought about some of these uh, TV evangelists too. I, I I flipped the TV last night, and there's one that wrote a book about 20 years ago, the beginning of the end. And uh, I was flipping through there, and I thought, now, has anybody brought his book up to him that he wrote 20 years ago? I'm sitting here looking at him with a packed-out house. You'd think somebody would say, hey, didn't you say we weren't supposed to be here? Yeah, your but, predictions mm-hmm. fell a little short. Yeah. But, but 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 they still just pack the place out, and I don't reckon anybody calls them. I, I guess you can still buy the book, but this has been probably over 20 years ago. We went, we ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. 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 There's no point. accountability. None. Not, 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 not none, by the way. Not, not any accountability. Uh, this story here, this is this will also tell you kind of a year America. All right, raise yeah. your raise your hand if growing up and still to this day, but really growing up, when you went into a restaurant or a business, there were certain standards. In other words, have you you need to have a a shirt if you want service. Hey, you need to have some shoes on. There was a certain dress code yeah. if you walked into an establishment, right? Yeah. Well, there's a there's a restaurant in Baltimore that has issued a dress code. And they've been cited as discrimination and and being racist as hell is what they say. What? And all they did, okay, this restaurant, all they did is put out on social media that, hey, they they hadn't even opened yet. Hey, we're about to open. There's a dress code. uh, And they posted it out on uh, on the outside of the business and put it out on social media. uh, And now the users are complaining, saying they're discriminating only because they said, Strictly prohibited, excessively baggy clothes, offensive, vulgar, or inappropriate attire, athletic attire, jerseys, uh, headgear, uh, let's see, backwards or sideways hats, uh, construction boots, sunglasses after dark. Um, and, and basically they said, well, Hey, here's our dress code. And then, and so everybody's like, Oh, well that's, that's racist. And, and, and what, well, no, first of all, so they're you, a business and they can say whatever they want. But secondly, they said, wait a minute, we're just, 
these, the, the, these um, this dress code standard it has been used by several properties in the area. So we're not doing anything what does different. It matter? If you can't, if you want to go eat there really bad, then you'll go by what they say. It, but if you don't, who cares? There's other places for you well, to eat. It's not like say. if you don't eat here, you're going to starve. Mm-hmm. There is there are a place. other places you can go to, and if you really want to go to this one, guess what? Right. You got to do what they say. I eat right. lunch at least once a week at a place um, where there is a sign when you walk in. It says, "Gentlemen, please remove your hats." Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I walk in there. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I don't want to do that, but you know what? I do it anyway because I respect the establishment yeah. and what they're trying to do. Right, right. Um, don't like it all the time. Okay, again, <clears throat> I got a hat on for other a reason. But if you don't like it, if you if you have just got else. to wear a hat, to right. eat, you're not going to eat there. Go yeah. somewhere else. There's plenty of places to let you it. Eat take your hat off, put it to the side. Oh yeah, this is a pull fox. your pants up, put a belt <clears> on. And they act, they act like these goals that they're asking people to do are unattainable. Yeah. Like, well, I, I got to wear a hat sideways and baggy and, clothes or and, I just can't exist. And, right. and you sagging bunch, white or black. I don't un- I've Has never been, understood yeah. you. Yeah. Never understood There's you. There's a guy sat down in front of me at the ball game the other night, teenager, and his pants, he was sitting on the bleachers. His underwear was all that was touching the bleachers. Yeah. His complete butt, and it, it was below. I'm talking about that's where the pants were. And I'm thinking, first, that's got the most uncomfortable. It thing. is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has to What be. are you accomplishing by that? I, I don't know. I, I've and, never got a <clears throat> response on that from anybody. And plus, it's got to be really uncomfortable. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> you ever tried to walk with a belt tied around your thighs? That's not easy. It's, Think it's if you not. need to get away from somewhere real quick, you're not going to move fast. No. No, you only got one hand because the other one's holding up your yeah. pants. But I'm I've, talking I've about really this don't entire, that. just entire button. I'm sitting on the bleacher. And I'm yeah, never understood it. But this is where we are in our country right now. You can't have. I mean, if you're if you're a, like a, a small business and you own an establishment and you're like, okay, to come in here, this is kind of what we want. Well, now it's like, well, no, we want to do whatever we want. We're going to come in here, and how dare you say anything? And yeah. if if you disagree with it, then we're going to call you racist and it's discriminatory and all that kind of stuff. Same thing with. Uh, uh, this this kid that r- rushed the high school field and one of the coaches ran out there, grabbed him, and drug him off the field. Well, instead of the mom being upset with the child, the mom's like, "Well, how dare you touch my child like that yeah. and drag him off? You embarrassed him." Well, now, no, he, he embarrassed himself. Him. He did. He did. He did. He proved him, a point. But he didn't hurt him. He no. was fine. Yeah, he drug him off. But that's where we are now. Let the consumer d- dictate whether or not that store continues to be open. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's America. You don't like it? Bow ya. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings it is me six to minutes my past the hour. The Rick and Bubba, Bubba Show, 866. We be big as our number. We start this hour with a national anthem. Him, Here's the Gator Vocal Band. By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the So gallantly streaming, and the rocket. 
bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the Eight minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, here we go, rolling forward uh, for a brand new hour. For those of you that are joining us, uh, that have already been listening to the kickoff hour or watching the kickoff hour, Speedy the Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy and Adler, they're with us as we all go forward. Ash Brown Hero, Rick and Bubba University student, he'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Wonderful Will of Meat hasn't spun. A lot uh, to talk about could happen today. Definitely will happen tomorrow if we don't get it in today. So uh, we'll talk about that. We, uh, Bubba and I will be recording the first Rick and Bubba University podcast today. That will publish uh, this weekend, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central on Saturday evening. And uh, people were emailing yesterday saying if you go there uh, to subscribe to it, it already is out there for you to subscribe so you'll be ready to go. Uh, so let's bring him in. Uh, we're talking, of course, to the Silver Tongue One. Like, hey, no, I don't want to. I've learned to get off that other bank. The old Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the King's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, and those just asking the question, are you kidding me? They're still at it. What? Welcome. On the run. That's different than the bluegrass. Like a fox. Like a fox. I just love that. <laughs> you remember that one? That was oh, a, yeah. It was that who originally did that one. I don't know, but I saw three on string doing one. I did too. I did too. I certainly did. You know, like I, I've got a weird three on the string story. Maybe I need to go search my <clears> my <throat> email. We were headed into weird. I guess it would have been um, Labor Day weekend. Maybe. I guess it would have been. 
And, uh, and I, I started getting uh, emails, which was interesting, uh, from the legendary Jerry Ryan, uh, the longtime the leader, legend, the legend, the longtime leader of Three on the String. <laughs> and he Quite was a character. And he was claiming that Three on the String, that they were going into the studio to record a football song about football fans. Okay. And he would send it to us. Either I haven't been paying attention, which is very could certainly be a possibility. Or Jerry just forgot, or, or they didn't do it, or he forgot. I don't, I don't know. Because you think he would do it right before football season, right? Right. He got, he got even aggressive about, hey, we're going in. We're, he even told him what time they're going in the studio. You, well, Rick, where's the finished product? I haven't seen it. You'll have it soon after. Hmm. I'm gonna have to text Brad about that. I just remembered that. How, isn't it interesting how, how life works? It took the group sweet. And for us to play their Fox on the Run, mm-hmm. wow. for me to think of the Bluegrass song, Like a Fox on yeah. the Run. And yeah. then I thought of Three on a String. And then you thought of Three on a String, which reminded me of a of an email okay. conversation I was having with Jerry a few weeks ago. Yeah. That's, it's, it's interesting how a lot. It took us a minute to get there. It but did, but yeah. you know what? See, that's the thing we have to understand. As we start aging, let's not talk about how long it takes us to get there. That's the fact that we do. You know, if, we, right. if we get that information and we come up with it somehow, uh, how we got it is not important. You know, it, you know, you get savvy when you get older. You learn how to survive, right? You know, you know, you know how they say every time there's something happens to you that becomes a handicap, the rest of your yeah, the, the, yeah. still in, the still works. Compensating. it starts yeah. compensating mm-hmm. and, and, and rising up a little bit. Right. I'm still trying to figure out what on me is compensating and rising up because it all appears to be falling down. Well, I, <laughs> I, I will say today your hair. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, like I, went, I went with shark today. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Like a bub, like a bub, like, like a bub. You know, there's no, there's no hairstyle can survive headphones for four hours. Oh, you know? I know. It's yeah, just, it's, it's a mess. It's funny. And since I have mind. such a cow lick now, I just started doing this, so nobody can really tell. Have, have you it kind of looks like it's part of the style. That's a good look. Have you? Did you address the cow lick on the last haircut? Yeah, I, I did, and uh, you know, it, it was with someone that normally is the, the A team, and. Uh, you know, I, I thought they would leave it longer, but they cut it shorter, and I, I don't know. It's just – I don't know. I'm about, I'm about ready to just shave the whole area and start over. You well, know? if you're wondering, Bubba has developed a cow leg. We did the show about it that he's never had before. We don't – we don't. It's, it's I not, had one that fell out. Well, I mean, over yeah. t- over life I've had one from time to time, but I haven't had one in, you know, in recent memory. Mm-hmm. I remember my son had one, and, and I was thinking, well, I'm glad I don't have those anymore, you know, when he was in high school or right. something, so – I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with good Calic. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just funny because it has its own deal. It it's going to go its own way, you know. I know that is Isn't odd. That funny. So we do have a lot to unpack on the show today, as you can imagine. We'll walk, oh, through, walk through all the stories. Your phone calls always part of it at eight six six. We be big. Uh, we we we're, we've been taking your feedback on uh, Rick and Bubba University. We're filing it away. I've even created my own little mailbox. There's nothing but RBU emails. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I've got some today too to share with. Yeah, you. and so we'll, some good ones, yeah. some not so good. Yeah, some, well, yeah, some yeah. maybe we need to rethink it. Yeah, it, 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 that's right. Yeah, some of the, some of them I've realized that some people don't listen to the actual show because <laughs> yeah. a, a, a lot of what they're wanting us to do gets covered quite often yeah. on, on the actual show. But uh, we will have fun with that, and we'll dive in. Uh, we have a recording session set up today to get that done. Uh, and then, like I say, it'll publish this weekend, and then we'll kind of roll from there and, and, and see how she develops. Uh, should be a lot of fun. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, don't forget to uh, get ready for that that's going to publish this weekend. So all of you that are podcast people, and I've, I've been hearing from a lot of you. Go out there and get that ready to go. 
866-WE-BE-BIG, rickandbubba.com. Of course, that's always the place to find out all the ways to get the Rick and Bubba show. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day it's 20 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, oh, we be big is the number. Greg? Greg, here, here it is. I found it. This is the country gentleman version of it. You can't find three on the strings version of it. She walks through the car leading down to the river. Her hair shone like gold in the hot morning sun. Yep. She took I didn't realize as kids how exposed to bluegrass we were. Oh, yeah. Huh? And left me to die like a box on the run. <laughs> like a box. Like a box. Like a box on the run. <laughs> That's good. Do you, th- do you think Sweet was inspired by that bluegrass song to do their like song? <laughs> I, I don't know, but it is a funny tie-in. Yeah, it really is. They, I mean, when you listen to them in the chorus, I now completely different music <laughs> right, style. Right. But they're not using a similar chorus. They're they're really saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... Probably uh, been said a lot through history, yeah. I guess. Of course, they seem to be complimentary of the woman where the group Sweet says that you got a pretty face, but the rest of you is out of, out of whack. Uh, yeah. All right, so... We we had a story that I know, I, I know was on the kickoff hour yesterday, and it uh, it, it was never part of the uh, the bigger show going forward. But um, I, I, we have a lot of people that listen to us uh, in a part of Alabama uh, that is where Dothan, Alabama, is kind of the center. We're heard on News Talk one hundred three nine, and also going to do a big men's conference with Rich Wingo and Bill Searcy and uh, Brody Kroll coming up there in February. The Pursuit Men's Conference is already in upcoming events and. So we, we spent some time there. Sherry went and spoke there at the uh, community-wide prayer breakfast. Uh, uh, we've been there for you know book signings. It's been uh, it, it, we got a great relationship with that community. So a lot of people there started sending me yesterday, knowing that the guys had talked about it earlier, but they said that it's cer- certainly becoming viral now. And this is the you know this is the new times that we're living in, and times have changed. And, and I'm not saying that all changes have been bad. Um, we certainly know some changes have not been good. Uh, but uh, and maybe some of them have been move, moves in the right direction. And I realize what we're about to talk about, we're living in a different time, and I'm not even saying one thing or the other. I'm just going to talk about, you know, when you when you hear stories now in the gotcha world we live in, you you have to take time, take a breath. First of all, you got to realize that usually the way journalism, journalism is now, the first version of what you hear probably isn't right. Right. It was probably uh, it, a rush to get it right, out. Right, right. Yep, and and yep. then you got to wait for somebody to decide to be a journalist and get, get all aspects of it. And there are times when you feel a certain way, let's say like with this story, hey, you're angry. And then when you hear every detail, you're still angry. You just say, I don't care what the details are. This right here is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly okay. Uh, but Or you could be, well, now that I know the whole story, <laughs> And, and where we're coming from in this situation involving the Elba football coach, and Elba is a community down in that area, we have a video, and uh, let me see if I have this right, because this I am not familiar with, because I, I haven't read the whole story. I've just had people send me stuff and, and tell me what's going on. Is this the head coach? 
Y- yes, is, and, is and, the dad and, is dad is dad the head coach or is he just a coordinator? He, on the he team? is he is a, the uh, an Elba varsity coach. So and, we don't know if he's and head it coach. was at a JV game. Uh, okay. Apparently, it took place at the JV football game Monday night, uh, and it led uh, to the suspension of varsity coach. Uh, Pat Harrison. So it is says varsity coach. So we Correct. don't know what his role is on the varsity right. staff. Looks like he's on the varsity staff and then helps with the JV too. Right. So that's what it sounds. Well, like. there's no doubt he was helping with the JV. We, that <coughs> part, definitely. that part, we can't. We, <coughs> right. And that probably means he's not the head coach. It probably means he's just right. one of the coaches. Right. So, so anyway, apparently his son is on the team, uh, and the, then the video goes out, and everybody's starting to just come apart because mm-hmm. the dad uh, aggressively and somewhat physically goes after his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have the video here. You can, yes. you, you, you can, you can, does it need sound at all? Yeah, uh, yeah it does. It's okay. courtesy right. of WDHN. Uh, take Johnny a listen. C of Elba and joins us tonight with a live report. Mike, good evening, sir. Well, Ben, in such a small community, this incident really has spread like wildfire. Since we posted the story earlier today with the video and pictures of the incident, it has gone viral on our web channel, WDHN.com, and our Facebook page as well. Well, in the attached video and pictures provided to WDHN, it appears that Coach Harrison runs and slams into one of his players on the sideline. Now, the young man is the coach's son. The video shows Harrison push past a player and referee before shoving his son around the neck and upper back area, causing the teenager's head to snap back for a moment. Elba Clipper editor Linda Hodge was on the sideline covering the game at the time and broke the story online. She won't give her opinion, but says the story has gone viral. Well, it's definitely a story that has rocked the community. Um, It was something that that this community is not accustomed to. And so um, there's there's lots of, of feelings and emotions involved in this. Elba City School Superintendent Chris Mosley has suspended with pay Harrison from his coaching and PE teaching duties at this time. As the internal investigation is underway, Mosley would not comment further. The only thing I can confirm at this time is that our need to stay with all this. Yes, schools, about him. Uh, Elba High School coach Pate Harrison has been put on administrative leave, and I have no other comments about the matter at this time. Have you received much input or phone calls from the community pertaining to this? Uh, those things, again, I have no comments about those items right now. In a Facebook post, Harrison wrote that his son had told him to shut up, which caused him to lose his temper. He apologized for his behavior, saying the post has since been removed. All right, so now that was the part I was waiting on. So uh, uh, apparently what's happened here is we have a a son playing on the JV team. His dad's on the sideline in in some sort of coaching role. The, the son is coming off the field, and apparently, I don't know what the dad was saying, but he must be correcting something or didn't like the way he was playing. Could have been the way the kid was walking off the field. Hey, don't walk off the field, you know? Yeah. And because I know I see a lot of that now, and boy, y'all must have played for different people than yeah. we did. This walk, a lot of walking. Hey, this walking around thing was, was, not, was not, and I can't stand to see a team be sloppy in drills and walk around. I hate it uh, because it didn't require any expertise or talent to hustle and to get after it. But anyway, so whatever he said to the son, he says the son responded to his father, his dad. Shut up. He now, popped he popped off. Now now I just I just want to tell all of you, I certainly know some of you are living in a society now where seeing a grown man go over and push his son who told him to shut up is it, turned into some kind of 
you know, I guess at some point if it keeps going, probably national outrage. Uh, but well, it's cer- a national news story. Yeah, yeah. yeah certainly. Um, I know this is going to be uncomfortable for a lot of you, uh, but I'm looking around this room. Is there anybody in here that would have ever told your dad to shut up? No, see, that, I'm trying to relate what would happen, but it wasn't possible for it to ever happen. So It, it I, wasn't I think, even in the multiple choice. But let's yeah. just throw out for just a second, just watching that. He went too far, mm, but yeah. the hype and the yeah. and the way yeah, we're acting, ridiculous. you'd have thought he injured. I mean, it is his son, yeah. and I'm not saying that you abuse him. You know, he is the head football coach, by the way. But, yeah. but okay. my point is this. It is one of them things, if I'm him, I go, look, I'm embarrassed. I, I went too far. But the way they're treating it like it's some yeah. – Right. Yeah, Some I, end I of the world thing. The kid, the kid I, wasn't you know, hurt. If if we had been in the privacy of our yard, and I had said that, I would have prayed. That's all I got. Amen. Oh okay? yeah. My dad would have. Amen. He would have corrected that behavior extremely. Okay. World War Two vet. Yes, okay. Yes. Um. When you're a coach serving in the public and and in a professional position like this is. You can't right. let that get to Understood. you like that. And and I'm like, Greg, he, he shouldn't have done that. But it is not a federal case. No. And it is not what it's going to be blown up and into. And, if, if and I don't was, know this guy, and I don't know the kid. And, well, you know, if I knew them, I might feel different about it. If I knew their personalities or whatever, I don't know. But And I'm sure he wouldn't have. My point is the man's obviously been coaching a pretty good while. I, he must not have a – problem with this in the past right i mean he lost his cool over his son and yeah. he did go too far but i yeah. think the way this we're is not like the fifth a... time he's assaulted somebody exactly right, right. right. he doesn't it's not and, a pattern and, put, and the kid's not hurt he's not hurt and uh and it, it looked worse and he's come was. back and said i'm sorry i lost my cool but my son just told me to shut up yeah rick understandable and bubba, rick and bubba Bubba show. Oh, but I'm glad to have Bombas back with us. You know why? Because I love their socks. I really do. They're made with comfort innovations like arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed. Now, I know that some of you are saying, what is that? Well, that's just sock speak for how about this? They're comfortable. <laughs> they're, they're very, they're very good. comfortable. And you know what? And I will say this because, you know, it's rare now because, you know, it's in most places now, it's odd to really dress up to go to church. That now is the – it used to be it was odd to dress casual to go to church. Now to dress up is odd. But still usually, no matter what I'm wearing to church, I still usually go with my more comfortable – I wouldn't say – I don't wear my uncomfortable dress shoes. I wear my comfortable dress shoes that are kind of in between casual and dress. And I like to go to a Sunday sock then because I like the coolness of the of the feet I versus you'll the. Go, you go dark socks a lot of times. Yeah, well, the ones I wear here, that's kind of these athletic dark socks everybody's wearing. But uh, I'll go my little Sunday socks, and I've got Bombas <laughs> that do both now, and uh, and they're so very comfortable. And there's a new line of the merino wool socks that are made from that soft, warm, naturally moisture wicking merino wool, and they're designed in all their classic comfort features. Now that that keeps you cool and dry. Uh, and then you also it keeps you warm if you need it to be warm. So if it's hot, it keeps you cool and dry. If it's warm, they keep you warm. You're going to love these. So uh, you can get them now by going to B-O-M-B-A-S dot com uh, slash Bubba for 20% off. That's Bombas dot com slash Bubba. Get 20% off your first purchase. And here's the thing you'll love about Bombas, too. Every time you buy a pair of socks from Bombas, 
they donate a pair of socks to someone in need. There you go. All right, so uh, we come back. We do have a call uh, out of this area. So here's what we mentioned uh, last segment, if you, if you missed it. Uh, there's a high school football coach at a JV game. He's the head coach of the high school. He's at the JV game. His son's on the JV team. Uh, he said his son came off the field and told him to shut up after whatever the coach said to him. His father, his father got angry, pushed him from behind, went over. It looks like he might have even grabbed his arm, and they had a very intense conversation. Well, my goodness, in the times we're living in now, people are just having a, a conniption about it. And uh, and we were talking about the era that, that we grew up in and the fathers that, that raised us. Uh, and this doesn't seem as odd to us. Now, we're all saying that you have to have some self-control in time and place. Uh, and the coach has said the same thing. Yeah. He, he yeah. hasn't said yeah. that, that, it, that he, he, he did lose his cool. Uh, but I'm just telling you that the men were, that were authoritative in our lives – if you told them to shut up as some punk teenager, mm. let me tell you something. Uh, Rick, hey, I how about scared. this? A punk teenager uh, don't need to tell me no, to shut up. No. Rick, I'll tell you, just uh, growing up, you know, you, you, the respect we had for our dads, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just it's different than I think it is for a lot of people today. And not only that, but all the dads in the neighborhood mm-hmm. are, are just any adult male. I mean, you went to their yard to play, and, buddy, if they said you don't do this, you don't do it. Mm-mm. And, you know, I, I think all of them had the green light. I never got spanked or paddled or whipped by somebody else. but I got scolded. I, I, I felt like it was in play. Mm. I mean, maybe, maybe that they wouldn't have done it, but I certainly felt like they would, and it kept me in line. Well, to your point, I remember this. Whatever dad was over the household you were there, yeah. he had a complete green light from your dad. Oh, yeah. And I remember he now would. He, uh-huh. You would hear your dad tell them, "Look, if he yeah. gets out of line, light him up." That's yeah. it. Oh, and, yeah. and I don't know that he would have done that. Right. That may have been part of the, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the. What am I trying to say? The window dressing on the whole deal. But hey, I believed it. Well, let's talk about this. The times were different. I can remember, you know, the great fire at our house that we one of y'all's favorite stories for oh, Greg and I. We were little. Dandy. There <laughs> were there were other kids involved, and my dad was very very fierce with everybody that was involved. And those parents called my dad and thanked him. And of course, I do the joke, but right. it really was a mindset of I hope one day I can you know get on your kids for you. Right? You know, it, there was no I'm gonna call my lawyer. Hey, that's my baby, yeah. and and my kids always right. And whoever's in authority is wrong. See, we're forgetting one side of this story. I hope the teenagers learn. You don't tell your dad or, or any man in authority to shut up. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that lesson being learned? That, you know, even if you think you're in the wrong, you just you just sit on it. And go about your business. Telling right. a grown man to shut up as a teenager, especially your father, terrifies us so much we're uncomfortable talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it's yep. kind of making my stomach hurt talking about it, and I want to move on to something else. Anonymous <laughs> caller, go right ahead. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, fellas. Mikey Grass and Green Acres. Hey, I appreciate you. Go ahead. Hey, uh, I can't agree with you more on the telling your father to shut up. Uh, I don't think, like you said, I definitely would have never done that. Um, and walking off the field, that just made me sick in my stomach, you know. Uh, but I do want to just provide some further insight just from my reports from the area and people from the game that have directly said it, that it was a little bit more than him shoving him in the back. Uh, and I'm not sure what side of this I'm on yet, but I just wanted to clarify and, and let you guys talk about it more. Uh, to my to my knowledge, it was more, I think he actually uh, ripped his son's helmet off and there were some physical blows and contact with the helmet and uh, arms. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I can't agree with you more on if it was just a shove, absolutely. He totally deserved it. But I just want to hear what you guys have to say about it. Yeah, because it. It, it leaves the video and then you yeah. see still shots after right. that. So it, it, and, uh, 
if that apology you posted, um, you know, there was some comments in support, and then people came along with uh, secondary videos that went on after that first video cut off, and then the post was deleted. Well, Anonymous, let me I'll, ask uh, you this. Let, let me ask you this, since you, you have much more uh, information uh, on the whole situation than we do, just from the video clip we saw, is, is this a is this a repeating issue? Has, has he had issues with this before? Not to my knowledge. Yeah. Well, think about it. As a, as a father, now look, he's even said that he should have controlled himself. And I will say this: I don't want you to hear anything else. If it had happened between my son and me, I would like to think that I would have called him over in a very harsh way at the moment and and, right. de- and dealt with it, I, I would like to think that I wouldn't have grabbed him and, and certainly I wouldn't have ripped his helmet off and, and hit him with his helmet if that allegation uh, is now, correct. I was not at the game, right. so I don't right. want to – That could know, be exaggerated, uh, as we all know, right. and, and people do right. exaggerate. Right. But if, I was, just, if right. I was just based on the things that I saw, let's say the stuff you're saying, I can't – like you said, I can't confirm it because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So if the right. video is, is accurate, I could, I could, I could see myself – Going and grabbing my kid up and pulling him up in my face, I really could. No matter where Absolutely. I was, no, no. video is all it was. Yeah. I totally agree. And trust me, I wore my dad's tennis shoe up my rear end during most of my PE football career. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. guys have a good Thank one. You, buddy. And, uh, thanks for taking the call. Hey, if, it, if it's more than what we see, but here the the, yeah. the dad. Listen, the dad hasn't said he said he should have. Nothing wrong with him being angry. You see, the the thing is, we're trying to make stories be simpler than they are. Mm-hmm. There's things that we're saying in the story that can't be overlooked. No teenager should ever say to any man in authority, especially their father, shut up. Okay? And so whatever happens after that, you've kind of brought on yourself. Then on the other end, the grown man has to have enough self-control, you know, because he doesn't have to say it's okay. He doesn't have to be passive. He doesn't have to let it go. But you can't be out of control. Okay? Because we're called in Scripture to, to not be out of control. Uh, there's a there's and a he's dip- in a leadership right. professional yeah. position. And you gotta you, you gotta know where yeah. you are and, and like we say it says we're to discipline our children, but we're warned against exasperating them. Mm-hmm. We're not to exasperate our children. That's actually sin. So so he, he needed to show probably more control, which is what he's saying, but his his righteous his anger was righteous. Uh, and the son was wrong in the way that he behaved. Uh, and I think what's happened is I think we've let things go. I'm not talking about this dad. Let me move. I don't know how this dad and his relationship with his family. I don't know anything about it. But I do know that out in the world of authority and people and coaches and players, since this was a football situation, I think what happens sometimes, not in this case, because I don't know this relationship, is that we've let so much go and then things escalate to the point that it angers us so much we start trying to reel it at all in one big swoop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something severe to try to get this back under control. That if you did things in a way that people knew where you stood, like like the reason why we're all afraid, we knew where the coaches and we knew where the dad stood. So we never our minds corrected our behavior because we 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 did, they never had to do what we saw because they had established that uh, that that healthy fear to the point they never had to worry about how they were going to react to us saying shut up because guess what it was never going to happen. New new. <laughs> Not even think about it. Uh, Caleb and Aniston. Caleb, go ahead. Yeah, um, uh, when I played football when I was younger, uh, for the junior B, or I guess it was Pee Wee then, uh, anyways, when we would walk at practice, there would be a person that was called out by the coach that nobody knew of, you know, that day. 
and they would come up and spear you without you knowing. They would want so that was our discipline. They would want they would come up and tackle you, tackle you without you knowing. <laughs> so you were walking at practice. Blindside <laughs> <laughs> from the coat. <laughs> In Little League? Never heard of that. <laughs> Never heard of that. All right. uh, Frank and Huntsville. Made it up. Frank, go ahead. That don't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Uh, on uh, SEC Shorts, the TV show that they're showing now, the 150 of college football, they talk about uh, Bear Bryant and Joe Namath. And Joe Namath is sitting there saying that when I went to play for the Bear, I went to uh, – uh, run a play, and I pitched the ball, and the ball hit the ground, and and I fell down. I didn't get on the ball, and I got up and headed back to the huddle to run the play again, and Coach Bryant was talking to me, and I just went, yeah, 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 like that. And he walked over there and grabbed me by the face mask and turned me around and said, sir, said, son, when I talk to you, you say, yes, sir, and you look me dead in the eye, and that's how it was. And the day we grew up and played football, but yeah. Coach Saban talks about that you can't do that in today's world, or you'll, you know, you just can't treat people like that, and it's not accepted in today's world. Yeah, sadly, and unfortunately, yeah. he's right. Well, yeah. the, yep. the, the funniest there's a, a thousand great Bear Bryant stories, and I I don't remember the team now, but I do remember that the the famous story, and you don't know whether it's legend or true about the the um, uh, the the quarterback that Bear Bryant had in the game, and they're trying to run the clock out, and he fumbles the ball, run the clock out, and a all-world defensive back picks it up that could run at least a full second faster than the quarterback ever could, and the quarterback ran him down with no time on the clock uh, before the kid scored. And when it was over, the coach said to Bear Bryant, I don't know how in the world your slow quarterback ran down my world-class defensive back. He said, well, your son was running for a touchdown. My player was running for his life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He knew what was up. Motivation. Uh, 14 minutes to the top of the hour. We'll be back. So hopefully this won't turn into more than it is. And it'll all be dealt with and everybody will get reconciled and that community will move on. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Much to do going forward. Will of me could happen. It has not happened uh, this week, so it could happen. It will happen today or tomorrow. We know that. So be paying attention uh, if you get that opportunity. Uh, all right, so uh, RBU, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. It'll record today, uh, first one ever. It will publish uh, coming up this weekend, 6 o'clock Eastern, uh, 5 o'clock Central. Uh, and uh, we've been getting a lot of emails uh, from all of you uh, talking about different things you'd like for us to discuss or we might want to consider this. And and, uh, and all the guys have told me and listeners, if you go to your podcast app or wherever you get podcasts, you will see it's already there. Uh, you can go ahead and subscribe and, and be ready to go. Now, this uh, this is not going to affect the you know the the archives that you get every day. All that stays the same. This will not affect the Wednesday Bible study. That stays the same. Uh, this is a unique podcast that will be um, available to you on a weekly basis uh, till further notice. Rick, why don't we do this? Why don't we have a segment on Information Superhighway? And it's 
heavily covered uh, with things about Rick and Bubba University. Are you talking about an update from? The Information Superhighway! These are actual emails from you, the greatest, most powerful, most influential, best-looking, listening, and viewing audience in the world. You can email us by going to rickandbubba.com and clicking on Contact. All of the different email addresses of all the members of the show are there. Rick, we begin uh, with an email from Aaron Taylor. He says, hey, guys, my name is Aaron. I've been listening to the show since uh, I was 9 or 10. I remember watching the 7 o'clock song on Turner South before my parents took me to school. I'm currently 27. Wow, guys. (laughs) I love love the show. Respect you guys a lot. I consider you you guys trustworthy because of the way you filter uh, the world through a biblical lens, which is why I'm sending this email. I'm excited about the new podcast, RBU. I'm sure you guys have received many topical requests. I've personally been trying to educate myself on certain topics and certain events that I'm ignorant about. And honestly, it's difficult to do that now because I'm running into a lot of emotional, opinionated, agenda-driven information. Correct. But I would like to know more about these things. And he gives us a list. Pretty good list here. California's infrastructure. Basically, why the state has so many issues compared to other states. Mm -hmm. Breaking down the Constitution, why America is founded as a constitutional republic. Mm -hmm. Number three, history of the Second Amendment. Number four, climate change. Maybe interview James Spann about climate weather history. Got that handled for second edition. Next week, we do a climate change podcast, and we're bringing a climatologist on, and it will be very, very informing. Yes, the great Roy Spencer has already agreed to that this morning, so thank you, Roy. Uh, In-depth discussion about health care, social security, the death penalty from a biblical standpoint, and government and religious connection. Thanks, guys. How Aaron. many podcasts did that kid just put together? Well, he's, he's, he's got pretty about good. seven uh, wow. pretty good topics. Yeah, those are good topics. Yeah, yeah. They are. those are good. Uh, Read some of them goofy ones. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that may be a podcast. Um, <laughs> this one is from Mark Johnson, Rick. says, uh, will Bubba talk about what he thinks about the new iCard on the iPhone? Thanks, Mark Johnson. You know, I, I, be riveting. I, I don't even know what that I, is. I'm a little out of the loop on it. Basically, Apple has their own credit card now, okay. and, and, yeah, okay. and they're doing it, but they're doing it a little bit different, mm. and I need to know more about it before I can talk about it. Okay. Yeah. I would be uh, no help on that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, j- this comes from Jonathan Foster. says, podcast idea. Gentlemen, I'd like to hear y'all talk about the providence of God and our nation's history. Mm. I know you two appreciate the importance of the War of 1812. Did you know that after the British burned Washington, D.C., a freak storm yes, came and doused this. the fires, according to a modern report uh, by the National Weather Service, and it killed more Brits than the battle which had occurred on the previous day? I have, I'm have i familiar with this story, and, and many people look yeah. at this as evidence of a miracle because yeah. they even talk about the season that they were in, that type of storm would not have been normal. He also goes on to mention the story about George Washington in the French and Indian War in which his jacket Mm -hmm. received four bullet holes, yet he was untouched. So I think he's saying, what about it looks like where God has intervened in our nation's history. Well, you know what else he's saying? That's that's an interesting topic. I can't say this about the storm, but I 100% know about the French uh, and Indian War is that at one time was in the history books. Yes. And it was taken out because it shows a, a possible miracle of God. So he may be talking about, well, y'all unpack history that at one one time everyone was informed about, but no one puts it in the history books anymore. 
Rick, uh, from our friend Roger Gregg from, um, let's see, he is in Richland, Washington, says, Hey, guys, listening to the commentary on Mike Leach from today's show, Wednesday, and I agree, you need to cool off on Mike Leach. Us Cougar fans do not want him to get any national press. Right. I'm guessing Florida State, Tennessee, and several other prominent programs are already considering when they will fire their current coaches and who they will need to replace them. Mike Leach is sure to be on the radar. The Cougar fans do not want to see him leave Pullman, so please, please, please quit talking about him on the air. I'm sorry. He'll be our guest on Podcast 3. <laughs> Speedy, let's see if we can book that. You know, because one time that was the problem was the it time was, of day. It was. So see if you can get him on Podcast. Uh-huh. I think he loves podcasts. He's been on a bunch of them. Now that the season starts, we might have a handle. True, we'll but see. We'll I'll just, attend. At some, he might be a little busy. At some point it. down the road. At least you I'm know he's it. in the office yeah. here sometime. Yeah. At some point down the road when he's available. All right. So, Rick, that's our update from the Information Superhighway. You can send us uh, emails and ideas for the upcoming podcast or really an email about anything. Uh, and for those of you that have been listening for 25 years, what you're hearing right now was a, a daily occurrence. And I remember having to describe to them how to email, that these were actual letters. Uh, and all of that, so it's pretty well known now. But when uh, they first, when we first started doing this, Rick, there was no internet, there was no email. These were messages left on a bulletin board for us that I printed out. Wow. Unbelievable! An electronic bulletin board. There was no such thing as email. Unbelievable! Isn't that funny? So Rick and Bubba, the podcast, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast uh, published for the first time this weekend. If you go to wherever you get podcasts, you'll see it there, and you can go ahead and subscribe and be ready to go. All right, we'll be back. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.